Hi, this is Evolving with Etta, the podcast. And today's episode is about relationship, how your relationship with your mate can help with your relationships with your girl or with your boys and vice versa. Can your relationships with your boys or your girls assist in a successful relationship with your mate? So if this is your first time here, thanks for stopping in. Check out more of my podcast because I have a nice amount of episodes that you can check out and, you know, let me know if you like any of them and if you're interested in hearing anything else that I have. Also, because I don't quite have my website, it's set up, but it's just not where I want it to be. Uh, But you can send me an email at info, I-N-F-O, at Etta Roseberg, E-T-T-A-R-O-S-B-E-R.com. You know, and uh, reach out, let's engage, let's chat. Um, Tell me how how you like the podcast and tell me, you know, what you think about the podcast. And if you are a returning subscriber or returning listener, I greatly appreciate you. And I thank you for coming back also as well. Send me an email. Let me know if there is anything that you like me to discuss. If anything that you'd like to chat about, how you'd like to engage with me, uh, you can reach me on my platforms, my other platforms as well. I have an Instagram account, Evolving with Etta. And um, I also have Twitter. That's Evolvin, E-V-O-L-V-I-N with Etta. You're listening to Evolving with Etta, where grown folks talk about life and relationships. So let's just get right to it. Today, um, I just wanted to pose something to you guys. I thought it was quite interesting being in a lifelong relationship with uh, quite a bit of my girlfriends uh, that I grew up with. We've been best friends for a very, very long time. And um, I mean, I've mentioned it before, my very first friend outside of my my sisters, my cousins, I've had a best friend since the age of five. Yes, from elementary through junior high, senior high, it's hilarious. We went through all the schooling together. I find it wonderful that we're still very close. We still go out. We still do things. We still keep in contact. Um, we keep up with one another. And um, I'm very thankful for actually having biological sisters to help me understand what it takes for a sisterhood. Um, not saying that if I didn't have my biological sisters, I wouldn't know how to be a good friend or to how to maintain a sisterhood. <laughs> I'm just saying because I, I don't know anything else. I don't know about not having sisters because I've always had sisters all my life. So for me to be able to have a relationship with females outside of my biological, outside of my blood line is, um, has been a true, true, amazing blessing. Because the the funny thing about it all is we've all gone in our own different direction. And she and I have a lot in common with situations um, with our moms, with situations with home, situations with babies, situations with husbands. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's we are very much alike in that. So uh, just wondering, when you're considering relationships. Do you think about 
how your friendships have lasted? Do you think about the things that work? Do you think about the things that haven't worked? A lot of times we're so caught up in what it is that another individual, your, what your partner wants or what makes your partner happy that you don't realize what it is that you're bringing to the table and what your partner chose you for. And it's nothing wrong with pleasing your partner. Absolutely nothing wrong with I mean, because you're supposed to. I want my partner to please me. So I definitely want to please my partner. So me feeling that I should absolutely be the person that I should be for him without losing me is very important. So I think about the situations or um, so I think about um, life with my female friends and how I may have overcome some things, how I may have dealt with a few things that makes it very easy for me to, um, to open up to my boyfriend because it's not, maybe it's just me, but I I mean, it's, it's conversations that we've had where he has definitely said, now, if this was somebody else asking me this question, I would look at them like, where is this coming from? But because it's me and it's not so out of whack and it's not so misunderstood because he has learned me all these years because I've just always been such an inquisitive person. I could ask my mother a question. I would always ask her how did you know the answer to that question? It's not that I didn't trust her. It's not that I didn't believe her. It's just I always wanted to know the answer to that answer. How did you, how do you know? You know, like, I mean, and that's in anything. So for me to be so curious and always up for conversation, is just one of the things that he adapted to very well with me. Our relationship, it really started like that, just really chatty. And, you know, he he would have this thing where he would pull me up. Uh, we were at work and he would say, Etta, I got a true adventure for you. And I'm like, yeah. And he said, actually, he should have known that I was loony because he said as soon as he would just talk and talk and talk and I'd just be sitting there listening. He said he should have known right then and there, you just sit there and listen to me and I'm just a talking up. I'm like, why wouldn't I? You know, I was I was a, a captive audience. I was at the front desk. I couldn't go anywhere. Neither could he. So it was just one of those things where it worked out for the both of us. And being open and things like that. I've I've been in my relationships. I was um you know like with my my girlfriends. I've always been the I mean I've always been the nurturing type of and, and I think again it has everything to do with me being the youngest. Then everyone like, "Oh, oh, you're the baby, you're the youngest." Yeah, but I always wanted to be seen as mature. Though I was the youngest, though, though I am the youngest. I always wanted to be seen as, yeah, I'm maybe young, but I'm still an individual. I used to hear, oh, uh, you look just like something. No, I look like me. No, and I look exactly <laughs> like my sisters. Exactly. And But I still wanted to be an individual. So I, I learned early, I believe, in elementary, junior, junior high school, first, second, first year, first year junior high school that I had to be a leader and not a follower because I would get in trouble. 
and I paid the price for it. So during those times where, you know, people are out hanging and everybody's getting high, reefer, (laughs) showing my age, reefer was all over the place. Everybody was smoking and I wanted to join in too. So boom, there you go. Following the crowd and we get caught on the premises of the school. We get caught. So that was like an eye-opening an eye-opening experience. I realized that if I wanted to be seen as someone that, you know, knows right from wrong, that has common sense, that does the right thing, I had to do the right thing. And I had to make my mind up to be that person that's going to do the right thing. How do I not decide what's for me? So in being around, you know, like my different friends and all, I mean, I realized I had to make decisions. A lot of people were saying, you know, why are you doing this and why are you doing Because I decided to. And I had to take full full on responsibility for everything it is that I was interested in doing or having in my life for me. So in dealing with the different uh, personalities, dealing with different uh, opinions, dealing with different, I mean, difference of everything, I had to figure out you know, am I going to let others say to me, depict how I live or what I do? Now, in a lot of ways, I was guided, by, of course, by uh, adulting, parenting, teachers, church, to make certain decisions in a lot of aspects of my life. I mean, you just do that because you don't know. So you go to an adult that does know and you listen and you do that thing. Though, as you get older, you absolutely make your own decisions and you have your own mind. But I learned when dealing with, you know, if I had problems or issues with boys and boyfriends, I would ask my friends, you know, like if you did this or you, you know, of course, I did that all my life. I mean, I did that like since forever until I became an adult. So when I started adulting, that just became one of the things where, okay, you this just so stupid. You don't even want your friends to know that you were being so dumb. You don't even want your friends to know that you were uh, doing something so stupid. Because in those those crazy things, a way we learn our lessons. That is how we learn about life. So many times going through those lessons in life, I had decided, okay, that's not going to happen to me again. Or if I saw someone go through something, I didn't have to experience it to learn from it. So I got to a point where I just said, I'm going to look, listen, and learn. I absolutely learned a lot about relationships through my girlfriends. And I learned a lot about how to deal, how to and how to be with girlfriends when it came to my boyfriends. Because a lot of time, and, and I learned this, uh, I guess I want to say 30, 29, 29, 30. Uh, okay, y- you're way more advanced than you need to be. So dealing with a guy my age was very, 
I won't say difficult, but it it was just sketchy. It was a lot of, you know, a lot of crap, a lot of stuff, a lot of shit. I mean, just like a lot of unnecessary lying. And I mean, I'm like, well, what do we, we're grown. You have your own space. I have my own space. You have your own vehicle. I have my own vehicle. What the hell are you lying to me about you, you being available or not? You out here trying to screw everything and everybody. Okay, yeah, well, I'm not going to be in that line. Okay, I'm, I'm just not interested. But give me the option to tell you whether I'm interested or not. To just be an asshole and want to be out here screwing everything and then have some have me contract something that somebody or have somebody else contract something you you I'm sharing you yeah I'm not consciously doing that so um in having these different relationships and not realizing that as mature as you want someone to be because you're getting older does not mean that they're getting there as well. So that is exactly what steered me in the direction of dating someone older. Yes, 20 years older, because I needed him to catch up and to to have it together way more further than I did. Not saying that it, it was like he was going to have all the answers, but damn, 20 years of life before me, you, you would have some stuff figured out. You would have some things down to a science, you would definitely have your own. So I just knew, I just wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't dealing with it anymore. And to hear all the different crazy things that we shared that, you know, all my girlfriends and I were going through and I'm like, I am absolutely not having that. I just was one of those type of people. I know my worth. And I'm not saying you ladies out there with kids, you know, there's anything wrong with that. I mean, how I wish I would have started, you know, my family and and had children. And but I was crazy because I was like, you're not married. Uh, We're not having no babies. I'm not doing a baby daddy thing. I'm not doing no weekends and spending the nights. We're not doing none of that. I was just uh, I just wasn't with it. Period. Point blank. I just was not with it. So it just came one of those things where I was available 24-7. And if I can get up and go at the drop of a dime <laughs> and you cannot, there's no option. There, there's, there's nothing you have for me. And it is nothing about money. It was nothing about, was he tall enough? You know, was his job good enough? It has nothing to do with that because your height and your pockets has nothing to do with how you're going to treat me. If you know how to treat me, you know how to treat a woman, you know how to treat a woman. Now, situation and circumstances will change all of that. So the whole it in a nutshell for me was sharing my experiences with my girlfriends and explaining to them, you know, how I felt about certain situations with guys. And, um, you know, when we talked about the different things that we had been through and that helped me decide on if is I will choose the mate. Talking with my girlfriends helped me decide that I could choose who I was going to be with. He doesn't have to choose me. And if I choose poorly, well, then I'll try that again. But I am no longer going to allow someone to choose me just because he feels as though he's the perfect one for me. No. So if I made a bad choice, I made a bad choice. I don't let you decide. And that is how I embarked on this almost 24-year 
relationship. Nope, there was no marriage involved because he had already went down that road a couple times. And it just was absolutely not the road that he wanted to travel. I'd never been married, but guess what? That's one fish that was not going back into the sea for nobody, okay? I saw exactly what I needed to see in him. And he just wanted greatness for me. And together, our relationship just worked. So yes, I feel with, can your relationship with your mate help your relationships with your girlfriends? Absolutely 150% because you lean on your girlfriends when you're going through anything. You could be ha- you could have a wonderful relationship with a guy. You could have a re- re- wonderful relationship with a girl. You're going to lean on your friends because sometimes it's, you feel oh, it's too good to be true or you just need pointers or sometimes you just need an ear. And yes, I think vice versa. A relationship with your girlfriends absolutely helps with your relationship with your mate. So there's, I mean, there's like no, like you comparing this relationship to that. Every relationship is different, but you really have to think about where it is that you're trying to go when you're in these relationships. You're not just trying to do the same old thing over and over and over. Even in your friendships, you don't want to stay stagnant and stay in the safe place and stay where, you know, you're not being your authentic self, where you can't speak your mind. You can't say the things that you need to say to your girlfriends because you do it with your mate. You're very honest with your mate. You're not going to have, you're not going to have nothing go half-assed with your mate. So it should absolutely be that way with your friendship because respectably, that is growth. When you can have a disagreement or an argument and you can get the hell over it, that is growth. That is evolving. And I say it all the time, to evolve is to live. If you are not growing, if you are not improving, you are the same person that you used to be, you are not accomplishing life. Okay. So I just feel we have to lean on our friends, our good, good girlfriends, as much as we have to lean on our mates to keep our girlfriends or your boys, you know, whatever it is. I think guys, oh my God, I I love it when I hear that guys check with one another, when they converse with each other about their relationships, because really to me, guys don't hold each other accountable enough, which is why, you know, they say we have so little men that are being um, strong forces in, in Black communities because the men are not standing up. The men are not supportive. The men are not together. I've seen a multitude of brothers banding together to support young, to support each other, to support and help the elderly. And I so appreciate that. And I'm not saying it's just Black just reaching out and helping one another. What I am saying is that because Blacks are talked about as going against one another so much. When I see those bonds and that unity, it just fills my heart because what you hear is not always what the truth is. What someone's putting out there is not always our reality. And unfortunately, people will rely on what they hear versus the truth. The truth will set you free. So 
I'm just saying relationships are so important. And guys, when you're out there toughing it out with each other, keep them bonds strong. Sisters too, because they are saying that we're all crabs in a barrel, always reaching up to pull the other down. No, I need you to reach down and pull the sister up, okay? Because we all we have. And if we're not there supporting and striving for each other, then we don't have anything. You know, it's just a bunch of talk and it's just a bunch of show. You can throw a quote up on uh, social media all day long if you want to. If you don't mean nothing behind it or it's just an attitude behind it, it, it has no relevance to it at all. So I'm just saying, keep those relationships, those meaningful, strong relationships because one helps the other and we all need support from each other. On that note, I'm out. Remember, to evolve is to live. Let's be there for each other. Let's help each other grow because, again, we're all we have. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. I practice what I preach. They lie and put around my way. Then get lost to see. Not sure what you wanted, but I'm what you need. I know my heart just started, but I hit a peak, yeah. Thank you.